Hello, Beijing. Hello, Manassas. Hello, Alfastelpi. Welcome to Checking In, where we hear how people are working, living, and also playing remote. I'm Caitlin Schiller, Ben's co-host and producer of our author interview podcast, Simplify, and I'm also heading up Checking In. While nobody can truly fill Ben's shoes, I've jumped into them today to let Ben get some much-needed rest. Because rest is important, even and maybe especially when you're working from home. Today on Checking In, we hear from video lead at Blinkist, and probably one of the most interesting people I've met in the last decade, Caleb Wenzel-Fisher. What's great about Caleb is that he's always got a good story to tell. And this one is no exception. It's a story about how committing to doing good can lead to surprising new skills. And also a really great inspiration as to what to do with your lunch break. Besides eat, of course. Obviously. Here's Caleb. When I was a kid, I was attracted to the cello for the sound. From what I've heard and researched, it's one of the closest to the human voice in terms of range. And I don't know exactly what it was, but I just always loved the sound of the cello. But my parents wouldn't let me play the cello. They thought it was too big. I got into music through DJing and like turntablism. This was something that I was really into. And from there, that sparked my interest. I ended up studying music production and audio engineering, but also jamming with friends. Really, the piano was my go-to instrument. When I moved to Berlin, I really focused on filmmaking. I started working full-time. And by the time you get home, you barely have any time for making food, let alone an extra hobby. Music for me just sort of disappeared. I sort of stopped listening to music. I listened to a lot more podcasts. And I definitely stopped playing music. There was a point where I just noticed it, where I was like, there's something missing in my creativity. I felt sort of stagnant. Recognize this. It was the end of the year, and I came across this like super interesting video. It's been used in hundreds of TV shows and films. It was breaking down box prelude and how it was structured and how it went to different keys. It's considered a masterpiece that world it sort of struck something with me. And I remember just looking up online, like, you know, how much are cello lessons and how much does it cost to rent a cello? And I found out it's not that expensive. And why not? So I started my lessons very end of January. My first lesson, the cello instructor, he's like, oh, I just found out I'm going to be a dad. And I was like, wow, oh, this is incredible. Great news. And nice to meet you. And here we go. All right, let's uh, start the lessons. About six lessons in, the whole corona thing hits. I'm obviously a little tentative, like, okay, do I continue the lessons? I'm supposed to be doing social distancing. Should I quit? And then I talked to my instructor and I didn't really think about his situation. Here's somebody who plays the cello professionally for concerts, who does a lot of instruction. He was basically out of a job and about to be a dad. I was at this point where I was like, okay, well, I could just sort of ignore the situation, quit the cello and just sort of move on. Or I could try to do Skype lessons, which I wasn't very into. Or I can help this guy out. I could probably just buy some lessons in advance and put this obligation in front of me. I've found so many times that by having some sort of obligation on one of my projects actually causes me to do it. And so this was this moment of, oh, this is something that will actually make me play this thing. I think I should just go through with it.
Now that I'm working from home, for me personally, I'm somebody who needs a lot of structure. I found my first week quite hard to get through it. I'd started setting up little calendar reminders for myself. And something that was really nice was the cello was just sort of sitting there in the corner. And any time that I had a break between meetings, I'd made sure to schedule in these little 15 minute pauses. And it made it really simple to just turn literally around from my kitchen table to where my cello was sitting and pick it up and play it for 15 minutes. During these little breaks, I just began to realize that to get better at something really only takes about 15 minutes a day. You don't really need much more than that. And I started to see myself progressing. I was able to play through the scales a little bit better every day. I'm trying to learn like a little bit of a new song. I think the nicest thing is that you just see yourself progress, even at something like 15 minutes a day. I also have the sort of looming sense that I'm going to have to meet with my instructor at some point in the future. And <laughs> depending on how long this goes on, it could be six months. And then I'll have to say like, okay, well, I've been practicing for six months. This is what I can do. It's really put some pressure on me, but in, I think, a really positive way. Music is something that's been super important in my life, but I'm not really sure where it went in that five-year period, but I'm definitely glad that it's back. Everybody has to start somewhere, and here are some of the very basics that you might recognize that someone might start with. So yeah, you, you might recognize that one. The Bach piece, well, I probably won't be able to play it for years to come. I can at least try the first measure. <laughs> that was Caleb Wenzel Fisher. The thing about Caleb's story that really got me is how he found his motivation. Instead of being guided by some abstract will to learn an instrument that he could easily have given up when circumstances changed, he doubled down by committing to his fellow man. And now, that act of caring for someone else's good future is getting him closer to his own goals, too. By carving out that little bit of regular practice time, Caleb's seeing small progress every day. And that's extremely motivating. Kind of makes me want to whip out my old musical saw and get back to confusing my neighbors with operatic ghost sounds. But I guess that's not really altruism, is it? Anyway, if you have any questions or you want to commission a private concert from Caleb or you want him to tell you one of his many good stories, I recommend the one about the cookie dough factory. Just send us an email. We're at checkingin at Blinkist.com. All right, that's it for checking in today. I'm Caitlin Schiller, and Ben will be back tomorrow with more stories of lives lived remote. <laughs>